0: What is up, podcast fam? My name is Jeremy Abramson, and I am so grateful that you are taking time out of your day. And spending it with me here right now, 2020 is going to be such a special year, not only for me, but for you and for us, this community that we are cultivating is so special. And I am on a mission to impact 20 million lives worldwide through movement, gratitude, and joy. And I cannot do that without your help. So, please continue supporting the show share it with a friend share it with a family member and make sure to engage with me on social media hit me up on instagram coach jeremy 305 so we can keep this conversation going i hope you enjoy today's show what is up everybody welcome back to the stand up to sitting podcast. I am your host and chief energy officer Jeremy Abramson and ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, homies and homets. What is good? I am so excited for today's show because I think it's going to provide you a lot of value, especially because this is a topic that's been coming up a lot. In recent conversations, a lot of people, including myself, but are struggling to manage their time and focus on what really matters and avoid distractions. And I think this show is really going to help you create some guidelines, create a little structure around your week. And this show is all about designing your week. It's going to be part of a two-part series because next week's show is going to talk about designing your day, okay? So we're going to look at it from a bigger picture, designing your week. And remember, Seneca, one of my favorite philosophers, he has a great quote. He says, life is long if you know how to use it. Isn't that so true? Do you ever feel like, you're doing something and you check your phone or you check the time and it's like four hours later and it's like, where did the time go? You were scrolling, you were replying to email, you were eating, all of these things that are eating up our time, okay? So remember that we live in an era that is filled, There's a wealth of information, but that wealth of information creates a poverty of attention. Let me say that again. The wealth of information creates a poverty of attention. There's information, there's knowledge, there's stuff out there wherever we look, left and right. And it's easy to get overwhelmed. So that's why we need to create structure. We need to create systems to make sure that we stay aligned with our aspirations. And my intention for this episode is to help you create more structure around your week while also allowing you to enjoy your life with your family, your friends, your hobbies, those things you love to do that fill up your soul. That is my intention for the show. Let's dive right in to designing your week. And you know me. You know how I love my acronyms. I don't know about you, but it really helps me process information and remember things. So that is why I created another acronym for you to remember. This is going to help you design your week. And the acronym is CREEP. Creep usually has a negative connotation, so I wanted to attach it to something positive this time, all right? Creep. C, celebrate your wins. I want you to list your biggest wins from the last week. We need to acknowledge our accomplishments. What made you proud? Not only is this going to fill you up with a sense of fulfillment and joy and gratitude but it's going to give you momentum for the next project the next thing that you're looking to chase achieve whatever you want to call it but oftentimes i don't know about you but i'm my worst critic i'm my harshest critic and i'll create something i'll teach at an awesome event i'll do something really special and rather than sitting there for five or 10 minutes and just acknowledging it, I'll think, okay, what's next? What do I need to get after next? And it wasn't until, you know, three, four months ago that I really put intention behind acknowledging myself for everything that I'm creating. So I want you to take time to list your biggest wins, okay? That takes us to R. R is reflect on your previous week okay i want you to ask yourself these three questions how did i do on my big three we're going to talk about big three in a moment number two what worked and what didn't and number three what was the biggest lesson i learned what was the biggest lesson i learned Because people who can learn from their experiences and use those lessons to make positive changes in their behavior will advance quickly in whatever it is that they're trying to achieve. So I want you to ask yourself those questions, all right? Really take inventory and see, okay, these actions, these things caused me to be successful and maybe these things didn't. That's going to really help us moving forward. E, establish your big three establish your big three what are the three things the three goals the three projects that you really need to put your time and energy into because oftentimes we know what they are but we let these other things these these activities that are more distractions they're not urgent they're not necessary in that moment in time but we give them our energy and that steals our focus away from the big three those things that really matter so I want you to figure out what the are for this week. Okay? Establish your big three. The second E is for eliminating distractions. Eliminating distractions. (sighs) Ah, this is a big one, right? I think we're just all overwhelmed with the constant distractions, whether it's social media, email notifications and our attention spans are rapidly shrinking. It's almost an accomplishment now if we can stay focused on one thing for at least one minute. So we're constantly going through what's called task switching, right? We'll be doing one thing and then our focus will be steeled away. Maybe it's from checking our email or a notification we got or someone messaged us on Instagram, whatever it is. And I'm not saying those other things aren't important. However, they're not urgent. They're not priorities in that moment, Okay, so we need to establish boundaries because if we don't establish boundaries for ourselves and respect those boundaries, then nobody else will. So, a couple things that I'm implementing in my life is I only check messages twice a day. I only, let me, let me, let me go back. I only respond. To messages twice a day and usually that is around lunchtime and then once in the evening and I find myself much more focused and locked in during the day because I'm not constantly task switching because those emails those DMs on Instagram they're important don't get me wrong I'm not trying to ignore anyone or disrespect anyone but at the same time they're not urgent to what I'm trying to accomplish right now. Okay, and I think oftentimes we give our energy just to anyone who tries to get it. Anyone who sends us an email, we're all of a sudden putting that email as our top priority. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. So, one of the things that I'm doing again is responding to email. Direct messages on Instagram and LinkedIn messages twice a day. I usually dedicate in each spurt like 30 to 40 minutes because that way I'm intentional and I know, okay, this is when I'm gonna give this person my my time and my energy. And and the chances are too, by doing that, you're going to respond more thoughtfully rather than being rushed and and flustered and overwhelmed. Okay, so it's finding way to eliminate those distractions. And please keep in mind, that those distractions can come in the form of people, right? There might be a group of friends you have that you know, it's like, all right, these people, they're going to be drinking beers, watching the game, you know, and I'm not saying never to do those things. Don't get me wrong. However, I think oftentimes we use people. As distractions, and we also use places as distractions. Like, okay, I'm gonna go to the supermarket and get a couple groceries, and that takes like an hour and a half or two hours. And again, I'm not saying never to do these things, but just be mindful. Is this something that serves you right now? Or are you escaping your reality, your big three? Okay, so create boundaries, eliminate distractions. And P, this one is super important, okay? It's prioritize rejuvenation because we live in an era that we're constantly getting told, hustle harder, hustle harder. I'll sleep when I'm dead. (laughs) That's my favorite one, goodness gracious, right? So what I found... In my experience, is I actually felt guilty in the past for like resting or chilling or or doing whatever because I wasn't working. I was like, no, I can be doing work right now. I can be, I can be creating something. And part of the reason I feel that is because I really do love what I do and I feel the need to always be working and creating. And sometimes if I'm just like chilling and, and and detaching myself and disconnecting, I feel guilty about it. So I don't know, maybe you can relate to that, but that's something else that I'm really working on is making sure I'm planning my rejuvenation. So make sure you're putting time in your day, time in your week to rejuvenate. And what do I mean by that? Okay, we're going to break this down in a subcategories. So sleep, okay? Sleep is so critical to your overall health, your longevity, your energy. So I want you to decide how much sleep do you want per night, okay? Pick that number. I recommend picking at least seven hours, okay? And then decide what time do you have to go to bed to get that amount of sleep? So if you're committed, To going to bed, sorry, if you're committed to getting seven hours of sleep and you know you need to wake up at 6 a.m., then you need to be in bed probably by 10.30 and fall asleep by 11 to get those seven hours. So that's going to help create structure around your day, knowing that, okay, I know I need to be in bed by this time. I know I need to eat at this time. I know I need to kind of disconnect from work at this time. So by really creating clarity on how much sleep we need, that's going to actually provide structure in other areas of our life. Okay. Number two, movement. It wouldn't be a stand up to sitting podcast episode if we didn't mention movement. So think about what type of movement calms you, what type of movement restores you. For me, you know, I have my 10 to 15 morning practice where I stretch, I foam roll. And then at night, I usually do a little breath work and again, do another stretch, and I'm also finding that walking is really therapeutic for me. It allows me to kind of disconnect and get some blood flow. And even if it's five or 10 minutes, it's really nice just to get outside, get some get some sunshine, connect with nature. So I encourage you to find pockets throughout the day that you are implementing, incorporating movement. And again, this doesn't have to be anything crazy, right? Number three, connect. Connect with yourself, connect with your loved ones and decide who those people are that you really do want to spend your time with and make sure you're connecting with them because that's going to rejuvenate you. That's going to fill you up with so much gratitude and that's going to fuel you for your work because you know that you're working for other people. You know you're working for a higher purpose. Okay. And then play, play. We got to be kids, whether that's playing a sport, an instrument, a board game. I don't care. Find ways to play throughout the week. Maybe you join a men's softball league. Maybe you join a basketball league. Maybe you join a chess club. Maybe you join a book club. Whatever it is, find ways to play more throughout the week. And finally, unplug. Okay, this is true disconnection from work. True disconnection from work—it's hard for me. This one is extremely, extremely challenging for me, um, because even when I'm like, quote unquote, disconnecting and reading, the reading generally requires me to be like super connected because it 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 will correlate to something I'm trying to create. So um, I need to do a better job of that. But again, the the six the the rejuvenation steps right sleeping moving connecting playing unplugging and once you really create structure around those things i promise it's going to really give you a nice little skeleton of when you need to stop work when you need to eat dinner when you need to wake up by all of these things will become more clear by really planning your rejuvenation okay so just to recap we want to design our week for success. How do we do that? By being a creep. Of course. Okay, C, celebrate your wins or reflect on your previous week. Ask yourself those three questions. How did you do on your big 3? What worked and what didn't? And what was the biggest lesson you learned? E, establish your big 3. E eliminate distractions. That's going to be a big one for you. P, prioritize rejuvenation. We just spoke about it. Make this a priority in 2020 and beyond. Man, that was a fun show to record. I hope that provided you value. These are things that have helped me recently and I'm using them with clients and I just thought based on a lot of conversations I've had that these will provide you a lot of value. So guys, you already know, let's continue the conversation on social. Tag me in your stories on Instagram. Let me know the biggest takeaway. Let me know which one of those things you need to take action on the most to design your week for success success. I want to help you, but you need to help me help you by communicating. Let me know what's working, what's not. Let me know if this show resonated with you, because ultimately that's why I'm here. My purpose is to help you unleash your potential. And again, as always, if this show resonated with you, please share it with a friend. Make sure to subscribe and leave a review. That ultimately makes such a big difference in getting this message out to more people. Thank you so much for your love, your energy, your time. I'm so grateful for you. I appreciate you. And you already know what time it is. It's time to design your week and stand up to sit in.